the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're sad, allow God to put a joy, a smile on your face. If you're married, give a good and warm greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good warm morning hug or welcome to your children and to all those who live with you. And do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday morning and contact friend so they can join in as well. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre and good Holy Sunday morning with God. Good Holy Sunday morning, my dearly beloved brothers and sisters in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May Almighty God bless us all, protect us from all evil, forgive us our sins. May Almighty God grant rest to all the victims of the vicious attack that uh, the terrorist Hamas group has waged against uh, the innocent citizens inside Israel. And consequently, may God grant rest to all the innocent victims who fell from all sides, um, since that time in both countries, in Israel and in Palestine and uh, in South Lebanon as well, as uh, reports stated that few people have died as a matter of fact as well. For all of these people, my friends, for peace and war and uh, looking at what's happening inside Israel, I want us to take a moment and I want us to pray together. Oh God, come to my assistance. Oh Lord, make haste to help me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Together we want to think about the Gospel of Matthew, my friends, chapter 27, verse 34. There is no better moment than sad moments and existential dangerous moments, as a matter of fact, than to think about the crucifixion experience of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Messiah, on the cross. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 27, verse 34, recites uh, the verse from the Old Testament, in which, in the song, it says, they offered him a mixture of wine and gallon. Also, the prophets have foretold all this. You know, and the prophets and in the Psalms, like Psalm 69, we also read and pray and proclaim and declare, I am consumed with zeal for your house, O Lord. Imagine, my friends, the Holy Land, the house of Jesus Christ, and of course, uh, the house of God, the temple of Jerusalem, the house of God, where he resided. And uh, definitely, Jerusalem means a lot to Muslims in the world. This is what it says, uh, Muhammad, uh, on his way, um, as he died, his soul swung by the Holy Land in pilgrimage. 
and there on the holy mount uh, his horse was picking him up and taking him to israel um laid his foot on the rock on it and this is how he got up to heaven from jerusalem so obviously the holy land jerusalem means a lot our judeo-christian people and it means a lot to muslims as well it is a holy site it is a holy place where all three divinely inspired religions have met, uh, tried to coexist, tried to live. And it seems that um, sometimes they do live through times of peace, but at other times a major flare of hate rises. But nothing like what happened recently, a week ago, last Saturday, in Israel from uh, the terrorist group Hamas. But before we go on, on Good Sunday morning with Father Andre, I wanted to know, all innocent people suffer. I wanted to know that uh, anti-Semitism is not a joke. Anti-Semitism is deadly. The last time anti-Semitism was on a rise in the world, was almost much of the time for the last 2,000 years, unfortunately, unfortunately, unfortunately. Many Jews die, many Jews suffer, many Jews live in fear, instability. Many families become broken by hate. It is sin. Anti-Semitism kills people, as a matter of fact. And I want us to consecrate this episode to fight against anti-Semitism. But also, persecution against Christians is, um, by numbers, the largest problem, I would say. See, the largest massacre that is happening silently in the world today is a massacre of the Christians. And of course, nobody speaks about the massacres against Christians in the world. But could you believe it that in the last 2,000 years in the world, almost over 80 million people have died. 80 million people have died because of their love to Jesus Christ. You know, if you look in the Middle East, only 4% of the Christians as a population have remained in the Middle East. It's horrible. It's really bad. If, if you look in the world of living today in the world, um, you know, statistics are very, very, very alarming. And I'm referring to the statistic of 2022 uh, from the World Watch List report from Open Doors, from the World Watch List report from Open Doors. You know, there is a 360 million Christians in countries around the world where they suffer persecution. You know, per year, and in 2022, 3,829 Christians have been abducted. And uh, last year alone, 5,898 Christians were killed for their faith. 5,898 Christians were killed for their faith. So by average of last year and the year before, almost 13 Christians are killed every day for their sins. Almost 13 Christians 
are killed every day for their faith. And of course, if we come to talk about taking lands, confiscating homes, territories, kicking out families from their homes, taking over their properties, leading them into a desert or into a forest or rendering them homeless, paperless, passportless, I always called it that way, uh, refugees, internally displaced people, and destroying their churches. You know, last year alone, 5,100 churches and church buildings were attacked or destroyed in a world. But all of that is nothing compared to this wage of hate. Anti-Semitism, as a matter of fact, allows people in the world to justify a violent behavior through which they actually do ethnic cleansing. You know, when you're Christian, you could be Christian, black and white and African-American and African-African and Chinese and Caucasian and minority and Middle Eastern and white, whatever you call it, Indian, whatever you call it, whatever, how many ethnicities there are. You kill Christians because of their faith. But when you speak about anti-Semitism, you're talking about 12 tribes, 12 tribes of Israel. You're talking about ethnic cleansing. You're talking about the people of God who God came to and he made them his own. And uh, they gave us the Bible. They gave us uh, the full revelation of um, God's plan through his prophets, through the kings, through the Psalms, through the Torah, the Ten Commandments, uh, the treasure, the treasure, the treasure of heaven in law, in Psalms, in the books. For the history of our salvation came in the Bible and came through the history of the people of God. And of course, this people of God, as little as it is, is always under, um, in somehow, um, existential danger. So anti-Semitism is really deadly. You know, but also at the same time, the world recently um, started speaking about Islamophobia. And of course, um, unfortunate attacks have happened. Discrimination acts have happened against Muslim people who are living their faith, trying to practice their religion. And um, when they are treated with discrimination and not accepted in a certain or specific environment, of course it hurts because all of us are the children of Abraham and all of us deserve to live in peace, in love, and in coexistence as the children of God. So peace, love, and coexistence um, they were the first initiatives I led uh, in the United States to fight against anti-Semitism, to fight against the persecution of Christians, and to fight against Islamophobia, to, uh, to stop it, to stop anti-Semitism, to stop the persecution of Christians, and to stop Islamophobia. At that time, in 2014, on August 11, um, I had conducted a wonderful service for the blessing um, of uh, the Catholic hierarchy in Colorado, and uh, we held a vigil prayer, and I gathered about 17 leaders uh, from uh, Jewish rabbis to uh, Muslim sheikhs to Christian leaders, uh, um, bishops, Catholics, and the Orthodox, and 
evangelicals, non-denominations, Protestants, uh, Latter-day Saints, uh, and civil society. And I made the all the leaders sign a declaration known as the PLACE initiative. PLACE, peace, love, and coexistence for all the children of Abraham. Predicting that the 21st century at the time is going to be a century that is heavily um, infested in religious persecution and uh, using religion and somehow to justify violence, to justify extermination of certain people. And I warned about it. I went to the White House. I went to the Secretary of State. I sent letters even under President Obama at the time. I sent to every candidate many letters to warn them, to tell them, please stop waves of hate. We have to readdress religion. And of course, uh, worldwide religion is not the solution. And of course, interreligious dialogue where all religions become somehow into spiritual ambiguity um, is not the solution. I just wanted every religion to be itself and to um, cherish the other religion, come to learn about it, uh, but not to form an osmosis. Uh, and create confusionism or confusion amongst one another. And unfortunately, most of the time, this is what happened um, when you go to interreligious dialogues. No, I believe that every religion, if it stays authentic to itself and, uh, um, and somehow live and coexist with the other through mutual respect, mutual, total mutual respect, not using virus in the name of God, not allowing usurpation of the rights of the other. The Ten Commandments, it, what is the common code is for all religions to coexist and to live in peace. The Ten Commandments. So the Torah, the law of Moses, is enough guarantee for the religious freedom of every religion. Except that there is a phenomenon in the world, unfortunately, that takes place when the use of violence is justified in the name of Allah or in the name of God. It embarrasses Islam, it uh, embarrasses Christians, it causes persecution and threatens the existence of the Jews and it is one of the manifestations of the um, anti-Semitism and war. So we have to take a moment, we have to stop and we have to renovate in our hearts and the initiative of the place initiative, the peace, love, and coexistence for all the children of Abraham in the world. Addressing the issues and the attack that took place one week ago against uh, the residents of Israel by the terrorists, Hamas group, uh, let us pray for the rest of the souls of all the victims who died on that day and the consequent days due to this attack. Um, whether inside Israel or the innocent people also died inside Palestine. We namely think of all the children. You know, 44 children amongst the 1,200 people who were killed by those uh, Hamas groups, uh, they were actually decapitated. Uh, um, young girls were raped and killed, um, you know, one after the other in front of one another. Children were killed in front of their parents, grandparents. Uh, were made fun of, children were bullied uh, before they were killed. Uh, it is hard, it is tough, it is it is strongly wrong, it is interestingly not a humane. This is Satanism, this is bad. And uh, the very first community in the world who rejects those type of evil acts, I am sure 
are the Muslims in the world who understand the value of peace, who understand the value of uh, coexistence, and uh, who definitely have what it takes um, in their Arab honor, in their, their ethnic honor, in their human conscience to stand against the use of violence in the name of God and to totally reject it. And um, we also want to think of the children inside Palestine, those who are been hurt, those who have died or killed, um, those because of the heavy bombing of Israel and their ultimate response to stop Hamas um, as a consequence, it seems it's a fact, whether we like it or not, that Hamas succeeded in somehow um, initiating the murder of their own people and of the people inside Israel. And who wins in this war? No one. Because at the end, the future is always for peace. The future is always for love. The future is always for mercy. The future is always for the pardon. The future is always for the stand, the option of Jesus Christ when he stood on the cross and he said, Father, forgive them their sins, for they do not know what they're doing. However, there is a second option in moments of ravaging hate and uh, um, seeking revenge, even while revenge is justifiable. And probably uh, the worst option that there is um, is uh, eye to eye and tooth to tooth. But there is something worse than this. Imagine the whole world, if the world engages. Um, if uh, you kill one, they kill one. You kill two, they kill two. You know, if the world engages in rendering eye to eye and tooth to tooth, um, well, first of all, this would exercise a Population control, of course, limitation in population, because it will produce a lot of evil and a lot of crime. And I, I will know if this is what the secularists are trying to do and those people are trying to raise wars in the world using religion, unfortunately, in these recent days. I'm not sure. Is this really what they're trying to accomplish, like to reawaken this dead law, this old law, um, where people end up killing people? I mean, where is justice in that? What happens to the innocent people in all of that? We just happen to become a target because their own kind were evil and they have to suffer um, that same evil and somehow. So this is not right. The option uh, that is an extreme option at times that we saw in the Bible, uh, it was called last week uh, by uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu um, in Israel. It is called the Samson option. The Samson option. You know when attacks become ferocious and they become existentially threatening and you have no more power except that by offering yourself as a victim, you actually can inflict suffering upon the enemy and you can kill them. We'll talk about the Samson option, Samson and the Delilah. You know, for 18 years, for 19 years, Israel has uh, believed and uh, of course uh, they were in uh, um, straightforward dialogue with the Arab world, with many countries in the Arab world, in the Sunni world. And of course, one way or the other, I don't think they were far away from communicating with the Shias. Uh, and in Lebanon, we, we, we do go recognize, we do see that. Uh, I mean, look in the United States. You see Palestinians and Israelis going together and working together and partnering together in businesses, for God's sake. And when they come to the Middle East, they become enemies. One goes to Gaza, the other one goes to the Settlements. I mean, how does it happen, really? Um, you know, like now we have Americans who um, might want to leave the Holy Land, for instance. And our Secretary of Defense said, and our uh, uh, Secretary of State also um, said that 
you know, if Americans in Gaza and Americans inside Israel, they would like to come back to the United States, we have charter planes or ships for them um, to take them back home. Does that make sense to us as Americans when they say there are Americans in Gaza? It means these are people who have dual citizenship. So they are Palestinians and they are Americans. When we have Americans, 25 Americans were killed amongst people massacred by, um, by, by ISIS or by Hamas, by Hamas, uh, which is called ISIS of, or inside Israel now um, and somehow. Those are uh, Americans and, of course, they are Israelis. They are Jews by, by faith, most likely, and they were also killed. So imagine now on a charter place, you have a Palestinian Americans and you have Israeli or Jewish Americans um, coming on the same charter plane, returning from the Holy Land after Hamas has killed 1,200 people and children and families and grandpas and grandmas, and they slaughtered all these families. They raped these young girls and they humiliated. They humiliated the people of Israel. This is sickening, for God's sake. And now you have the American government evacuating American citizens who are Palestinian uh, origin from Gaza, probably taking the same plane as the other uh, Israeli Israeli Jews who are also Americans, running away from the massacre, surviving the massacres of Hamas. They can aboard the same plane, and they're all both the same citizens of the same one greatest nation on earth, the United States of America. How ironic is that? Why is it possible to have a peace in the United States for people who, in their own homelands, are enemies to the throat? Why is it possible that we in the United States can respect the freedom of religion, the freedom of conscience, the freedom of speech? We were well-formed. We were well-informed. We were well-educated. We are citizens who believe in life, believe in hope. I guess we, in our DNA as Americans, we do believe in justice. Nonetheless, and regardless of all the corruption that we have and all the political upheaval that we have, I am afraid definitely that such a character in the United States is going to become missing. And I am totally afraid that our nature as citizens of good faith and our nation and our, uh, our patriotic values it might end up being altered um, of, and, and somehow due to socialism or due to um, some secular indoctrinations or communism. And somehow I am afraid that um, some uh, religious indoctrination of the false religions, definitely not the Christians. I think the Christians are really becoming victims in the United States. I'm afraid that secularism will disguise itself, will hide behind the face of a specific religion somehow in the world, or create their own religion and start persecuting the people of God, whether they're Jews or Christians or Muslims. You know, there is a lot of risk we have to pray about. So let us pray um, for peace in Israel. Let us pray um, that the Palestinian people know to be freed from the hands of terrorist groups. So every penny the world is given and every aid program that comes to them from the United States I think we send them about $750 million a year um, to the Palestinian territory. Saudi Arabia have them, European Unions have them as well. Let us pray that this money is laid in the hands of the good people of Palestine and they help them rebuild their states, open hospitals, open schools, um, educate their families, have stable work for God's sake, have better infrastructure, better roads, and the better education for the sake of peace, for the sake of the love of God and the neighbor. Of Israel will no longer sponsors in order to protect itself from the wave of hate, um, of anti-Semitism, 
where once they are threatened and somebody tells them, we're going to wipe you out. We're going to take you out of the face of the earth. We're going to kill each and every one of you. Of course, they're going to be on the rise and they're going to protect themselves with whatever it takes for Holocaust must no longer happen. Genocide must no longer happen. The people of God have the full right to be feeling safe and to know that they are such a blessing for the world. I always pray this verse and the Bible and the book of Genesis. I bless those who bless you and I curse those who curse you. It is a fact that um, in the Jewish people, the blessings of heaven came onto the earth, including the Messiah for us Christians, including the law and the Torah and Moses and Abraham, the father of all faith for Islam. And this is not the way to treat them. This is not the way to treat each other. Let us pray, my friends, with Psalm 69. O God, come to my assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I am worn out with crying, with longing for my God. Save me, O God, for the waters have risen to my neck. I have sunk into the mud of the deep, and there is no foothold. I have entered the waters of the deep, and the waves overwhelm me. I am wearied with all my crying. When my throat is parched, my eyes are wasted away from looking for my God. More numerous than the hairs of my head are those who hate me without cause. Those who attack me with lies are too much for my strength. How can I restore what I have never stolen? Oh God, you know my sinfulness fully. Oh God, my sins you can see. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let those who hope in you not be put to shame, O Lord God. Amen. Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 9.30 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.